Hello everyone and welcome to itsyourseason.life where we are discovering and living life at any age. I'm Lisa Boson and I'm here to introduce you to people like you and me who have rediscovered themselves, stretched their abilities, and to me kept their light under a bushel basket. I hear their stories and think, wow, that is so cool. These are ordinary people doing the extraordinary. So what are we doing? Well, you know how you'd love to hear your peers succeed, get inspired by those who just try? That's us. That's itsyourseason.life. Don't forget to follow us on our website, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm there sharing weekly updates and, of course, what's in season, be it people, food, feelings, and nature. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of It's Your Season Life. My guest today is Julie Ulstrup. She is located in Fort Collins, Colorado, and specializes in contemporary photography for a new generation of women and families who want their photographs to show the essence of who they are. As a professional, she has spent the better part of her life honing her craft, creating lighting, posing, and direction to ensure images are beautiful and the client's light shines through. Many people hate being photographed or believe they are not photogenic, which is simply not true. Julie's mission is to guide the client through the session to inspire, create, and empower the client to shine their own light and express it in an image. So as I researched Julie's biography, um, there's a quote on her website that really shone through what her mission is, and I'll share it with you. It's from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Your playing small does not serve the world. We are all meant to shine as children do. And as we let our lone light shine, we give others permission to do the same. And with that, I welcome Julie to this podcast. Welcome, Julie, for joining me today. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm delighted to be on your podcast. So there is just so much here. And is just give us an idea. Just tell us your story on how you got here with amazing photography. Oh, thank you. Well, I started photographing people when I was in high school. I've been a photographer and, and really studied the craft and the emotion and the impact of photography since then. And I had a, a brilliant teacher. And, and, and even before that, my grandparents owned a photography store. And I was the oldest grandchild, and I was photographed all the time. So there has been this fascination and love of photography my entire life. Um, My undergraduate degree is in journalism, and there was not a degree in photojournalism. However, I took every photojournalism class that I could. And throughout the years, I've kept photography as a hobby and learned and grown with it. And just really continued to hone my craft. And it's something that I have loved for a long, long time. I decided to start a portrait business in 2011 because I believed, like you said, and that it says on my website, we are not meant to hide, we're meant to shine. And realizing that many of us hide when it comes to having a photograph taken, I realized, you know, this is a way that I could have an impact and 
elevate people to see the best in themselves, whatever period of life, whatever time of life, whatever they're going through. So I started that in 2011 and in 2017, I started full time and have never looked back. It is something I'm incredibly passionate about doing and really elevating people to, to see the best in themselves because so often we don't take the time to do that. So what is, um, so what's your new, new project? Tell us a little bit about that. The project that I've been working on for about the last six months is the 50 over 50 project. And Lisa, you, of course, have been a part of that, which was spectacular. And I've, I've renamed it because we've had more than 50 women interested. A lot of women have been interested. And what it is, is it's celebrating, inspiring and empowering women who are 50 and better because partially our culture doesn't show a lot of women in the media who are over 50. And I believe that we have some responsibility in that as well, because I know that there are a lot of people, a lot of women who say, no, I don't want to have my picture taken. No, I'm not photogenic. I don't look good in pictures. I don't. And, and none of that is true. It's, so my big mission is to change the conversation that we have with ourselves as women over 50 and change that in a really big way in our culture. So, so it's, the, it's the 50 over 50 project, but it's really the 50 and fabulous project because we've had a lot more women interested. And in fact, I'm going to be offering this um, project in San Diego as well and i have offered it in chicago so i've i've taken it on the road so absolutely you are national that is awesome <laughs> i am yes <clears throat> so one of the inspirations for this project is you know a lot of what we do is because there's something in us that we've personally experienced that kind of helps us reset a little bit kind of what's the gutsiest thing you've done that might have had an impact on why this project is so important to you? The gutsiest thing that I've done. Well, I worked in a school district for almost 20 years and 20 years is kind of the magic number when you get your retirement and that kind of thing. And I quit that. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit to pursue photography full time. And mm -hmm. that, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're going to get these great benefits. And I I couldn't do it anymore. And I, my, my entire life, I have been about empowering and elevating others. And I decided I can do this with photography. This is one of my loves, <clears throat> excuse me, that I've had for my entire life. And I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do it with photography. So that's probably one of the gutsiest things I've ever done. I'm, I am quite an adventure seeker, so. There are other things as well, but that was kind of a big, a big shift in my path. Yeah, because some of us don't really want to get out and push ourselves to experience and really live our passion. And you did that. You said, you know, I've did that for 20 years and 
yeah, I'm going to focus on what I think is my gifts and my talents and help others with that. So it's, it's a remarkable experience. I will tell you, um, it, it recalled, um, I don't even remember the name of the, uh, movie, but it had Michelle Pfeiffer in it and her, and the, her producer said she eats the camera. And I will tell you, you get people to, to really enjoy the camera. So with that, what do you particularly love about what you're doing now? Absolutely what you just said. I love the opportunity to meet women where they are and really help them relax in front of the camera and shine and to be themselves and to take off some of the masks or the ideas or the feelings that they have about whatever it is, because we all have that. And it doesn't really matter what it is. One of the pieces of it is I really love helping people to see themselves the way the people who love them see them. Because we say things to ourselves that we would never say to somebody who we love, you know, and I think our spouses and our children and our families I, I want you, I want the people who I photograph, the women who I photograph, to see, to see that, to see that they, are, that they are love and that they are beautiful and that they are strong and that they have so much to offer. You know, we as women, um, I know my audience hopefully <laughs> is more than women, but, you know, primarily women, and we wear a lot of roles and we see ourselves as, as a mom and as a nurse and as a caregiver and as a teacher. And if there is one thing with the photography, it's, and, and I, from my personal experience of doing it is, is I looked at myself and I'm like, oh, I don't see any of those roles. I don't see the nurse and the caregiver and the wife. I, I, it was, it, it was truly mind-bending. I, I will just tell you that. It was a mind-bending oh. experience. So what is one thing that your project does for your clients that you that you didn't expect? Well, I love that word mind-bending <laughs> because <laughs> I have not thought of it that way before. Um, I And people who watch my TED Talk will, will know this, um, and I know you're going to share that. I think that the surprise that people have about themselves, that's the thing that there's some of it I expected, but some of it, it's so powerful, the changes that they're able to see that it, that it even surprises me when I hear back from people three months later, six months later, a year later, and the things that they have decided to do to create a better life for themselves. And it, they say it's because of the experience that they've had and being able to see themselves in a way that they had forgotten. They, they knew it, but they'd forgotten. So, Yeah, and I will be honest, it's even more important this year because we're all wearing masks and we kind of <laughs> really, kind of really. forget what we look like. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that was added, but honestly, I think for 
me, it, it was, you know, I turned a certain age and I, what do I look like? Do I look like my mom at that age? Do I, what, what's going on with it? And so, you know, your photography is kind of, it's a point in time, but also in, I think share a story. So thinking about the story, um, if you, if you can share a story without, um, passing over the client and photographer relationship is there one particular uh client that story that really touched your heart and maybe either changed the way they lived life or maybe changed your own photography practice i feel like every client brings that and so for me to be able to it's an honor for me because I get to be part of that transformation. Recently, I photographed a woman and she came in for headshots and for her business. And we did some other shots with her. She wanted some outdoors and we did some of them outdoors. And when she looked at her photographs, she thought, she was like, I love this one. This is who and she started crying when she saw it. She said, this is who I want to be every day. And she said that fierce, you know, quiet, introspective, like all of those things she could see in a photograph. And for me, really, when I hear that from a person, and, and you mentioned women, and I'll, I'll come back to that because I do have the experience with men as well. But when she said that, it's one of those things that it's different for all of us, but it's the same for all of us as well. You know, whatever it is that we're going to see or that we haven't seen could be different. But the experience of really stepping into, yes, that's who I, that's, the person who I am and who I want to see every day. It's life-changing every time for me and, and for the women that I photograph as well. And there are lots of, you know, really heartwarming stories of women that have been through really significant, I mean, we, all of us, you know, we've, we've been through things in our lives and to be able to to overcome those, to walk through them, and be able to continue to see the grace and the beauty and the light that we have held despite our circumstances. So this might be a good time to go ahead and touch on your TED Talk a little bit, because I, I believe you, you did share some stories about that. So just tell us a little bit about that experience with your TED Talk and uh, what you hoped to accomplish with that? Well, I did a TED Talk and it was quite remarkable. It was in Denver and it took place in November during the pandemic. And the organizers were very adamant. They, Of course, safety and health concerns were a top priority. And they really wanted us, the speakers, it was TEDx Cherry Creek Women, and they wanted us to have the opportunity 
to be on the stage and to share our big idea and not have it look because it it will be on the ted site forever to have but they didn't want it to look like that and so the experience for me of going through the process of applying to be on a ted talk it's interesting because for me there's a parallel of being seen and being heard mm. And so being up on that stage and there was an auditorium that was empty and this big message, my big idea going out into the world in a way that I didn't know at the time how big it was going to be. I'm still hoping that it'll go viral pretty soon. It's, it's had almost a thousand likes at this point and, or a thousand watches, views. Um, so, so the experience for me, I really see a parallel to being photographed and having a portrait created because it's being heard and sharing my big idea, whereas being photographed is being seen and first being seen by ourselves and then being um, seen out in the world and being able to share those images and really say, this is me, I'm here. So yeah, it was there. It, there was a big parallel in that, and I was somewhat surprised that the parallel would be as strong. The interesting thing too is the coordinators of the TEDx Cherry Creek Women are phenomenal human beings, and the way they guided the process to come to the TED stage, and I felt very comfortable, very excited and nervous and i was like oh this is how my clients feel when they're having a portrait made but it, it truly was a co-creation mm -hmm. you know the people that i worked with and myself sharing my voice well we will be sure and share the link in um, the podcast information but i will say i saw it and it was it, it was very hard it was extremely heartfelt and, and i yeah, there was such a parallel to what you're doing versus what you're also sharing and the experience of the TED Talk. I, we take pictures every single day with our phones. And yes. yeah, so philosophy, some, something related to, you know, I think about how easy it is, but that's, that is not what you're doing. To, to kind of do a little comparison for me on um, or your thoughts on that. We, we can just take a snapshot anytime now in our life. And, but that's, yeah, no, I'm not sure that's photography. That's, what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Well, it's absolutely photography. It's, you know, it's a snapshot and it's fun. And as much as anyone else, I, although I am horrible at selfies, my husband holds the camera for <laughs> selfies and he has nice long arms. So, the, so the and the difference of having a portrait created with me is it's an experience it's an experience and there's a planning process and a creative process and a a psychological process a conversation and a getting to know one another for me, really knowing who I'm photographing and 
who that person wants to see and who the person in front of my camera is, the authentic person inside. I, I ask all of the people who I photograph, we have a pretty extensive conversation before we even schedule a session about who you are and how you want to be seen and what would you like to use these photographs for? Are you celebrating something? What haven't you seen in yourself in a while? And then there's styling of it. So we think about and we talk about what are the best clothes and things to wear and how do you want to have your makeup and your hair and all of those external things. And then there and then we get in front of the camera and we get to the studio space. There's, um, you know, and there's a lot of power in that, in creating that experience so that you can express yourself openly and really feel into the authentic space of who you are. And Lisa, as you know, I have a full indoor studio as well as outdoor space. And a lot of people want to have some of each. They want to have photographs taken in both in the indoor studio and in the outdoor studio. So we can do that or we can do all indoors or all outdoors. So it's really about creating an experience that can express who you are, who the client is and, and what they want to see. It, it, I will tell listeners, it's just be prepared for anything because you may go in thinking this or that or how you think you want to be and what you want to express. But, you know, briefly on our own experience, I kind of wanted to, just some professional headshots and I came out feel, having something I wasn't expecting um, because there's so it's it's kind of like a self exploration discovery piece as well. There's so much pre work done. This isn't like going into you know a camera box and we're going to get it over right. with. It is a lengthy self exploration that you do with clients to and 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 the whole three or four hours is just this continual wow moment if I can say that and yes, mind bend. I'm, I'm going to go back to mind bender <laughs> yeah. it's it's, uh, it, it's 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 so much more than just photography it's it's truly is and I, I just want to brag on you for just a moment if I might um, and then you brought up something else too because you have these two studios and we're still going to be in in COVID times, so, and there's some COVID comfort in that. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you're managing these photo sessions. You've really flexed and, and done a good job of helping people feel comfortable in, in an intimate setting. So if you want to mm -hmm. comment on that a little bit. Uh, absolutely. Well, because the studio is in my home and on my property, and so the, the, the capacity of our space, looking at COVID and COVID numbers and all of that, is much larger than we would use for even a, a family portrait session, even if there were families coming together. We, we have access and ability to plenty, plenty of space to keep people 
separated. Um, I work with a makeup artist, Lisa, as you know, and she wears a mask. All of her tools are cleaned at a higher standard than necessary for COVID. And I'll wear a mask and usually stay six feet away. Sometimes I do need to take the mask off because the lens will fog up if I try to breathe and breathing is a good thing for me. But we have really made it a safe experience for people because of course, in any situation, you need to feel safe, physically safe. And then of course, emotionally safe is the, is the piece to, to really get the images that we want in the camera and for you to use, whether if it's for your business or something personal or intimate or to see yourself in a way, like I said, that you haven't in the past. So yes, it's, it's all very safe and sanitary and keeping things, um, yeah, safe. <laughs> I guess that's the best word. COVID comfort. That's my new word. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to reach back for just a moment because you did share this story with me and um, you can just say, Lisa, I don't want to go there. That's fine. But, um, but you did say, you did share a moment or a, um, an event that really was your inspiration and motivated you to um, to launch this big idea or think about life differently with this uh, beyond the, beyond the school change. But um, mm -hmm. do you feel comfortable sharing your story of Spain? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, thank um, you. And and I can I have. A million stories. I lived in Spain for six months. I took a sabbatical. I worked in a school that had a lot of Spanish-speaking families, and I applied for a sabbatical, and I received the go-ahead to take it. So I was able to live in Spain for six months and learn culture and language, and the last three weeks, I decided to walk on the Camino de Santiago, which is a pilgrimage. It's spiritual and religious and historic, full of food, <laughs> walking every single day, meeting people from around the world. It was huge. And I could tell stories about that every single day about different parts of it. And in fact, I'm working on a book that's autobiographical and my journey on the Camino. And one of the pivotal moments on the Camino, I decided to walk it by myself and I was nearly 50 years old and my parents were so worried, which is a very funny thing to me, but you know, maybe when my children are 50 years old, I'll still feel the same way. Anyway, it was this, this wonderful experience. And after a long day of walking, we I had, had some friends at an albergue, which is like an Airbnb, but it's specifically for pilgrims walking on the Camino. And the owner asked if we would like to have a special pilgrims mass. And I was the only person who spoke both Spanish and English and the owner did not speak English. Anyway, of course, everybody in the group said that they wanted to. And he took us down to this tiny church. And 
I sat there tired and hungry and cold and heard the most beautiful song in the sweetest voice singing Amazing Grace. And I started to cry. I had, I had been through a really tough time in the previous five years, a really difficult divorce and some hard bumps in the road going through that. And I just knew that that song was for me. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound to save a wretch like me. And I sat there and I listened and the words washed over me. And I got up from when the mass was over and I walked around this tiny church that looked like a, a pagan temple that I saw in my high school history books. And as I walked to the back, a friend of mine that I had met on the Camino was there and I, I thanked him for singing because he sings at his choir back home in Germany. And he looked at me and he was like, Julie, that wasn't me. <laughs> he said, Amazing Grace is an American hymn. And I said, well, you heard it. And he said, no, there was nobody singing. And so I knew that that song was for me. And it was to tell me that, you know what? You don't have to be sad. You can let your light shine. It's okay. And so all of that brought me to coming back to my love of photography and then being able to share that message with other people, mostly women, but I, I do have men who say they're not photogenic and hate to be photographed as well. We hear it more from women, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, I knew that it was time to take this passion and take this experience that I had had in this tiny chapel in Spain and really share it with a big audience. I, I'm a true believer in getting our messages from somewhere, and I love that story. And, and I, it really reflects itself, too, in this card I received from you for the New Year's. And it says, I must be a mermaid. I have no fear of depth and a great fear of shallow living. That's a quote by Anais Nin. And I feel like when you left, you finished your Camino walk and you became the mermaid that you have no fear of depth and you have a great fear of shallow living and you're helping others really get us out of into the deep water and and move and survive and and, and love ourselves because we know we know what's inside of us and we can see that in a in a in a in a beautiful photograph exactly yes yeah <laughs> thank it, you yeah yeah. So I have a couple of more questions before we wrap up. And is there anything, uh, one thing we didn't include, you want to be sure and highlight that maybe I didn't mention, or maybe you, you, you want to be sure and mention it came across during the interview? Well, I think the thing that really my mission is to help people create something that that they can see what is truly inside of themselves 
to, to see who they are. I think that's the, the biggest piece of it. And the photographs are a way to express that and a way to, to have that. And it's something that not only for now, but you know, you, you, someone who's been photographed will be able to look back in five years, 10 years, 50 years and say, oh my gosh, yes, that is who I am at this, at this point in time. And, and what will you see five years from now? What will you see two years from now? What will you see 10 years from now? So it's really, it's this moment. That's one of the things about photography. It captures a moment in time, but it also creates something lasting that, oh yeah, that's always in me. And that always has been in me. I think it, it creates an opportunity for a long time of reflection and sharing our beauty. Yeah. Um, a word came to me while you were talking and sharing that information is, and we overuse the word authentic, but you know, I think it's important for listeners to realize you go into a photo session and, and yeah, you're kind of putting things on and we have to put the makeup on because your makeup isn't going to look good in the lighting. <laughs> let's be, let's face it. What we bring up from home is not going to work. There is, there's a professional reason to do that. Mm-hmm. But from a from a technical standpoint, but then much of what you do is really pulling out the authentic side, not the made up person. It's how you manage the session is 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 that real, that authentic person that sometimes we don't know really who that is, or have lost it. It's always a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I don't. I mentioned that I worked in a school before this. Um, I worked as a high school and a middle school counselor. Mm -hmm. So my training and my experience in working with people for a very long time, I think really has afforded me the experience and the tools to be able to help people discover that in themselves. And, you know, sometimes that's one of my questions, Julie, is what in your past life has prepared you for this life? And 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 it all culminated. You had this photography, you had this counselor background, and, and it's just such a wonderful blend of all that to, to what you're bringing to us now. So just, just, just kudos to you for being able to um, take this big idea and, and, and bring it to people. So what is, what is something you want to be sure and leave our guests with today? Well, I would say if you have the idea that you are ready to live deep and find the depths of who you are, you can just put your toe in the water and <laughs> give me a call or look on my website, find out more about what I'm doing and, and really look at yourself and be open to the next thing and be the next thing, elevating yourself and elevating your experience here on the planet so that you can elevate others because it might be scary, but it's absolutely worth discovering. And, and in your elevation of others, there's so much, I don't know about you, but you know, elevating others just elevates your inner self so much. 
Um, so I, I just feel every day you must have the self own self elevation of just seeing what's happening and experiencing with others. So thank you so, so much for joining me today. It was just wonderful to hear your story and to hear your project and, you know, and some of your ups and downs. I mean, we all have ups and downs and that's what makes us real people. I think, um, that's why I kind of do this podcast is we have ups and downs and we, we get through it and we find something even more remarkable. And, and one is just your remarkable photography and your ability to really pull out the authentic person in that photography. So how can, how can we find you, reach you one more time? What are all the means that, um, that we can connect with you? Uh, my website is my name julieolstrup.com and I'm on Facebook as Julie Olstrup is my personal account Julie Olstrup Photography I'm also on Instagram Julie Olstrup Photo those are the best ways and then my TED Talk is available at it's on YouTube TEDx Julie Olstrup is the best search that you can do to find that that gives a little bit more of my story and a little bit more about who I am and, and how I roll. And then, and my phone number and email are on, um, on my website and it's really, it's easy to contact me. I'm pretty easy to find. You're easy to find. You're, yeah. It's easy to talk to, easy to find, just easy to work with. Just, it, it was amazing, you. yeah. Oh, it was amazing. And it's been amazing getting to know you through this too, Lisa. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, thanks for joining me today. Um, for the listeners, I will include all of her, all of this into the podcast information. Um, but yeah, she's easy to find. Um, and, and I hope you connect up with her. So thanks for joining me today, Julie. Thank you, Lisa. It's Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So that's a wrap for today. We've so enjoyed you being with us. I hope you learned something new, got some inspiration, and you are ready to move forward with your own new season. Remember, we are living life at any age. Take some time to visit the other social media sites. Give us some feedback. Shoot me an email on Facebook. And remember, until then, stay safe and keep on living. Cheers. Cheers.